those conversations. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. What's up? It's Davo. Glad you're joining us on another edition of Clubhouse Conversation, where today we are joined by, at least to me, the most exciting story of the Royals minor league system in 2014. Yeah, there's been a lot of great things going on down there from Burlington to Omaha. But the one that excites me the most is Whit Merrifield, who was the ninth round selection of the Royals in 2010, where Casey stole him, should have gone much higher in that draft, got the game-winning hit for South Carolina and the College World Series back then in 2010. And Witt having the best season of his minor league career, currently with the Storm Chasers hitting 401, 505, 906 for Omaha as of July 31st. Witt Merrifield, a guy that can play literally all nine positions anywhere on the field. He's already played eight of them since joining the Royals organization. A guy who will hustle, give you good at-bats, plays good defense, and will do whatever it takes to win. And he joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation. Whit Merrifield, good morning, and how's everything going for you in Omaha? It's going good. Yeah, I'm having a good time up here. You guys are back home now after a nice little trip. Where were you guys at, Memphis or something? Yeah, we just had an eight-day eight road trip. Uh, we have four Memphis and four New Orleans. So nice to be back. How do you like those, uh, what, 7 a.m., 6 a.m. flights in AAA? Yeah, they're rough. Uh, makes travel tough, but, um, you know, it beats, uh, it beats riding on a bus all night. That's true, that's true. And Beats having a real job like me, right? <laughs> yeah, it does be having a real job. Yeah. So you started the year at Northwest Arkansas. Uh, you hit two seventy eight. you had an eight twenty nine OPS. But now ever since you got to Omaha, you're just tearing the cover off the ball, three sixty five and 904 since coming to Omaha. So, I mean, how much fun are you having right now? Is this one of the funnest summers of your life? It's been good, yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we got a great team up here, a lot of good guys, and, uh, you know, really enjoy going to the field every day and, and – and playing and, and hanging out with everybody. So uh, it's been a lot of fun, and, um, you know, I've had some, some pretty good success here and hope to keep it up for this next month. Well, and I spoke with Vance Wilson, your manager there at Northwest Arkansas, last week, and he told me, you know, basically that we were excited for Whip, but we didn't even know how much he was going to play right away going up to Omaha. Now look at him. So what were your expectations going into Omaha? Um, you know, I didn't really know. Um, I knew somebody got hurt, and they needed to – somebody to come fill in um and you know i didn't know if it was going to be a temporary thing or or a permanent thing and um so you know i just wanted to go and and play the best i could and you know hope, hopefully make it a, a tough decision for them to send me back and um you know i think i did that and uh, i'm excited to to stay here well, a lot of people know this, but some don't. So you were a College World Series hero back in 2010 with South Carolina. You got the game-winning hit in the 11th inning of the deciding game. So between that and the way you're currently hitting the ball right now and the fun you're having, you've got to have some pretty good memories of Omaha, right? Yeah, Omaha, it's been a good city to me. Uh, I've enjoyed my time here, and I've got a lot of good, a lot of good memories here. So, uh, you know, Omaha will always have a special place for me in my heart. and um, You know, I look forward to to see, see what's next. Do you miss Rosenblatt Stadium at all? Yeah, I do. I actually got to go over to a to a game at PD Ameritrade um, this year, and you know it's nice, but it's not the same. And uh, it's 
my opinion, Omaha was, was night and day, you know, the kind of experience that that we had and, you know, what I've heard from the locals here, it's it's uh it's not it's not the same and it's a shame that they had to get rid of it, but you know, it is what it is. Well, we'll come back a bit later and talk more about today, but uh, but let's get to know you and your background a little bit. So first of all, your dad was a player of the year in the ACC two times at Wake Forest, and then he spent six years in the minor leagues as well. So so how's your dad doing, and, and who's excited more about your season, you or him? Uh, yeah, he's doing great. He's, he, they're back in Winston-Salem, and uh, you know they, they watch every night on the computer, and they, uh, they're excited for me. You know, they, they, my whole family knows how tough it is. And um, you know they're they're excited to see me playing well and, and being successful. So um, you know I like to every night I go out and you know I'm I'm playing to to make them proud and uh, do the best I can for them. So it's it's nice to it's nice to be playing well. Well, yeah, we gotta get a plug in for your mom too because she was a champion tennis player at Wake Forest. Also, so did you ever pick up tennis growing up? Can you play a little bit? I enjoy tennis. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not bad. Uh, we got a tennis court right behind our house. The neighborhood tennis court we live we live right beside. So mom would take me out when I was when I was younger, and I really enjoy tennis. Um, and if I was maybe a little bit taller and um, had a better serve, you know, I could have could have maybe pursued it. Um, but things didn't work out that way. But yeah, I really do enjoy tennis. Um, one of my sports bucket lists is to go to Wimbledon and. Um, that's probably the top of my list, so hopefully one day I can make that happen. Awesome. I love tennis, too. So you went to high school at Davie County High School in, is it Colony? Is that how you say that, North Carolina? Yeah, uh, me, yeah, but uh, I, think it's, I, think, I think it's in Moxville, but it's all the same. Where is it, where, so where is that exactly? Is that, is that near Winston, then? Yeah, it's about 20 minutes um, west of Winston-Salem in a s- small little town. Um, we we had a good high school. We had a lot of a lot of talent, and uh, it was the high school I went to. is It's a big high school, but it's a it's really old, and it's been a big deal for the past fifteen years trying to push to get a new one. And we actually just did. So we're hoping my little brother gets to go uh, be a part of the new high school because high school that I went to it's it's really run down, and um, you know. It's not, it wasn't, I didn't have the best high school experience um, as far as, you know, school-wise. Uh, I was with a lot of great people and uh, had a lot of fun with the sports I played, but looking forward to getting my brother into a new high school. Great. Well, athletic-wise, you sure did. You hit 464 and 400 your final two years of high school, got you a ton of awards, and then you ended up going, uh, obviously, to a great baseball school in the University of South Carolina. So who else recruited you out of high school, and, and was it a hard decision not to go to Wake Forest like your parents? It was. Um, I got recruited. My, I narrowed it down to uh, South Carolina, Clemson, and Virginia. Um, yeah, I've been I've been lucky growing up. I've had some great coaches, and uh, they really helped me along the way. And uh, in high school, you know, I, I I got I was fortunate enough to to play well and 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 have some opportunities with with some different schools. And um, you know, Wake Wake did talk to me a little bit, but my dad was uh, such a cast such a big shadow at Wake. Um, I did, I really didn't want to go and. I have to try to, to live in 
in that shadow and, and, and live up to everything he did. So I decided to go to South Carolina and, and play in the SEC and try to make my own my own shadow and and you know carve my own path. So uh, you know it was it was a tough decision, but. When it came down to it, I really want to go play for Coach Tanner and, and play in front of 8,000, 9,000 people a game and have a chance to win the College World Series. And uh, that's what I did. And I was, you know, definitely was the right decision and probably the best one I've made in my life. Well, you finished uh, sixth in school history in hits. You were fifth in runs in South Carolina. So, yeah, you guys did a great job there. But so the hit itself, what do you remember about that at bat? I mean, can you still remember it clearly or is it one of those things where it just kind of happened? Yeah, I remember it, you know, from start to finish, uh, you know, on deck. Um, I can remember uh, Scott Wingo getting on, walking, and, and, and moving over on a pass ball, and then Evan Marzilli getting, getting the bunt down, and um, thinking as the manager goes to the mound to talk to the coach that uh, they were going to walk me. Um, so, you know, I really wasn't nervous at the time because I was figuring they were going to walk the bases loaded. Um, but I remember the crowd. I mean, we there's 26,000 people there, and probably 25,000 of them were Gamecock fans. And the Gamecock chant broke out, and I remember how loud it was. And uh, when I got to the plate, um, I, I also remember Trevor, Trevor Bauer was warming up in the bullpen, so I was thinking he was going to come in. But they left in uh, their closer, and uh, I remember going to the plate, and uh, I remember the catcher squatting, and then. The nerves really hit me. Thinking, you know, oh man, I'm really gonna get the hit. Um, the guy was kind of a jump ball pitcher, uh, so I was I was looking for off-speed pitches early, and he missed um, both both times with a fastball down and away. And um, so I I knew they were gonna they were just trying to get me to reach and and pop up, you know, to the infield or roll over a ground ball, and. Um, on the two up pitch, he took he took kind of took a while, and uh, so I called time. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, and um, so if if this two up pitch is is close, I'm I'm, I'm going to swing at it, uh, which is kind of the opposite of what you're supposed to do at a two up pitch. You're supposed to look for a, a specific pitch in a certain spot, but I kind of treated it like like a two strike pitch, and um, you know, he threw he threw that fastball down and away again, and uh, you know I reached out for it and and put the barrel on it and shot that in the right field, and and that that was that's pretty much is that's pretty much when it kind of blacked out for me. Uh, the next thing I remember is being on the bottom of a dog pile, and uh, it's cool and all, you know, dog pile, but it's when you get about two thousand pounds of, of a sweaty baseball player on you, it's, it gets. <laughs> It really does get kind of scary down there. Uh, I remember not being able to breathe and and uh, kind of yelling for everybody to get up. So, but yeah, after that, I mean, it was it, it changed my life, and uh, you know, I'll I'll always have a place back home in Columbia to to go back, and uh, you know, it's it's cool, it really is. Yeah, have you ever had to pay for a drink in Columbia since then? Well, the Magic's worn off since they won the. The next year too, yeah. so that. But um, yeah, I mean they 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 love baseball down there, and it's it's, it's pretty incredible the the reception we still get when we go down, and uh, people still recognize us, and um, it's it's a special place. 
Now, the Royals took you around that time in the ninth round of the 2010 draft, but they'd already selected you before that, correct? Yeah, the draft, how it works with college is it usually happens right after the regular season. And uh, so you got all you know, postseason, if you make the postseason, to think about it. Uh, I was drafted in the ninth round, which uh, was a little disappointing for me. I was, I was hoping I'd go a little earlier than that. You know, I'd had a good career in college, and my junior year I had a good year. Um, so I was a little disappointed. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. But the way that I ended my career and, you know, winning the World Series, walking off, there was, wasn't a better way to go out. So it made, it made my decision pretty easy. Well, what do you remember about the moment the Royals selected you? So where were you at, and, and were you kind of expecting the Royals to take you, or was that a surprise to you? It was a surprise. Um, you know, I, I talked to the Royal Scout. We talked to just about uh, every scout. But I remember the Royal Scout, you know, got in Casey Fay, and um, it was it was, uh, it was a weird day. Uh, like I said, I was kind of expecting to go earlier, so um, I remember sitting – in my living room with my dad, you know, watching the computer and and uh, talking to, to different scouts and um, you know, it, round by round went by and uh, we had practice later that day, so I had to I ended up having to leave and, and, and go to the field and uh, Coach Tanner actually even held up practice for me and um, so I was in Coach Tanner's office and the Baltimore Orioles called me and said, hey, we're about to take you. Will you accept so-and-so money? And I said, yep. And so they said, okay. And um, their pit came, and they didn't take me. And that kind of disappointed me. And Coach Tanner got a little mad, and, um, you know, he kind of said, screw it. Let's let's go practice. And I said, yeah, let's, let's do that before I, before I really lose it in here. <laughs> and um, uh, we went out, and... Um, I think it was like two picks after we left the office that I got taken by the Royals. One of our managers came running out, and uh, you know when you when you hear that you're drafted, it, it doesn't matter where it is. And you know, looking back on it, I I kind of feel like I was acting like a little little kid, you know, getting getting upset. But when, when you hear that you've been drafted by a, a major league team, it's it's, it's a pretty unreal feeling. And um, you know, it was it was it was a cool feeling and. The Royals, you know, it kind of came. I wasn't expecting it, but I was excited. You know, I, I kind of knew what the Royals were doing and how they were uh, kind of re, you know, rebuilding their franchise, and and um, you know, I was excited to be a part of it. So you probably never had met a Royals fan up to that point in your life, right? Uh, I can't. I can't remember one. Yeah, living you know, out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're all we're all we live in Braves country, so everyone's kind of a Braves fan where I live. Yeah, was Chipper Jones your boy growing up probably? No, I was a I was a huge Derek Jeter guy. I oh, still okay. am. You know, he's he's still he's still my idol and um, everything he does on and off the field is just it's kinda what I try to try to be like. Yeah, he's a class act. So that two thousand ten summer became even more of a whirlwind then. So you get the hit, you're drafted, and then you get sent to Burlington, Iowa for the Bees. So what are your favorite memories of those first few months or a couple months there in Burlington? Burlington was interesting. Um when I first got dropped off, they didn't tell me much. Uh I didn't really know what to expect or, or what 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 was going on, but 
I knew I was going to Iowa, and when I got there, it was there. It was an off day, and uh, so there's no game. But the entire team was at a water park, and they dropped me off at the condos or at the apartments. And um, my roommate at the time was Sugar Ray Merriman, who I love Sugar, and we played together for a while. But at the time, he didn't speak any English at all. <laughs> and so I get to the apartment, and I'm trying to communicate with him, and he has no idea what I'm saying. And I have no idea what he's saying. Uh, so I kind of sit my my bed ends up being a, a futon because the two bedrooms are already taken. So sit on a futon for a while and um, find out the next year that the apartment beside us that we were living in, this guy had this girl hostage for about nine months. What? Yeah. So that was that was, that was my little way story, and um, I was glad this. I was glad to see when the Royals uh, moved moved cities. So that happened next door to your apartment. Yeah, it was. It was like we were uh, downstairs. There's this two level apartment complex, and it was in a valley, so you got no cell signal or or anything like that. And it was the like apartment next door. This guy had been keeping this this girl hostage for like nine months. So oh my gosh, that was that was nice to. Find out. Yeah, well, yeah, geez, Louise. Well, 2011, you probably had better memories. You were fourth in the Carolina League in run scored. You were tenth in hits for the Blue Rocks there. What are your favorite memories of of the Carolina League in Wilmington? Being in the Carolina League was it was good for for me and my family because we get to go, we got to go play in Winston Salem and Myrtle Beach and places close to home. So, um, you know, I enjoyed my time in Wilmington. Um, nice park and, and pretty good fans and uh, tough place to hit though. Which, which was, which kind of frustrated. I think everybody, um, but you know, it's, it really is a good place to play. It's a good league, and um, but my favorite part about playing there was just being close to home and playing in different parks that were uh, close to where my family could come come and watch. 2012, you were with Wilmington again for a while, and then uh, the Naturals there in Springdale, Arkansas. So, how about the Texas League in, in Springdale? Yeah, Springdale is another nice park. Um, it's it's a really good place to play. Uh, it's a really nice setup. Um, you know, we get we get good fans there too. And um, Texas League is actually actually liked it. Um, people don't like playing the same same three teams over and over again. But uh, in the division that we were in, playing Springfield and, and Tulsa and Little Rock, you know, it's, it travels pretty easy and um they're nice places to play so uh, you do it's like groundhog day you play the same team over and over again but it's uh you know i enjoyed my time there how are you liking uh warner park how does that rank by the way to other pcl parks i mean i know you haven't seen them all yet but is that one of the better ones i like warner it's just a, it's a real nice park um it's not as big as other uh pcl parks but um it's you know it's pretty intimate and um it, it makes, you know, it, you, you're, not, you're not looking at a bunch of empty seats uh, on a Tuesday night. You know, like last night, we had, I don't know, seven, 8,000 people at the game. Um, so people people around here love their baseball, and, uh, you know, I'm enjoying playing at, 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 at Warner, and it's, it's just nice. It, it really is. Now, you've played nearly every position in the minor leagues. You even pitched one game, but as far as I can tell, the one you've never done is catching. So do you plan on knocking that off the bucket list one day? Are you the emergency catcher there? Yeah, I tell them, you know, 
if something crazy ever happens, I I, I can catch. You know, I've got some a little bit of experience catching, and uh, it's definitely something to that would be cool to have knocked out all nine positions. Um, but you know, it's depends on who I'm catching. I don't want to catch a guy like Ventura. <laughs> that's that's for sure. So, um, but that, if that ever happens, uh, that'd be cool. And but I do have that in my pocket, and you know, hopefully in Nothing like that ever does happen, um, you know, but I do have that in my pocket. Now, which positions are you most comfortable at? So what would you call your natural position or two? Um, I would say center field, second base. Um, you know, I, I really, everything is pretty comfortable. I mean, it's just a matter of fielding a ground ball and throwing it or catching a fly ball, so. Um, when you make it more complicated is, is when you start struggling a little bit. Uh, so it's just, it just, it takes, you know, a couple game or two to, to get adjusted to seeing the ball come off the bat, a different, different angle. But other than that, I mean, it really is it's just catching the ground ball and throwing it and or catching the fly ball and running, running and getting that ball in the gap. So. Um, it's all it's all relatively comfortable. I've, I've done it my whole life, and um, so it's it's like riding a bike. Well, I've seen you play the last three summers, and, and one thing I always tell people about you is how hard you play the game, how much you hustle, the hard nosed aspect. Where did you get that from? Is that something your dad taught you growing up, or where did that come from? Yes, yeah, I've always been um, smaller guy. You know, I, I never really grew, and until um, I got to college, really, and. Um, I still need to. I mean, people people think I'm like five foot eight. I'm six. I'm six feet tall, so I'm really not <laughs> the smallest guy like what people think I am. Um, but I, I used to be that guy. You know, I was five two for uh, a long time, and then I got to high school and grew a little bit. But being being the smaller guy on the team, I always had to to do something to to earn my spot. So you know, that was hustling and, and moving runners and bunting and and doing different things to, to help the team win. So, you know, I've, I've brought that with me throughout my career, and, um, you know, that's a big part of my game. Well, two last questions for you. Thanks for all your time, by the way. Next question would be, you know, John Lamb, another gem last night, and John Lamb's having a great year, finally recovering from that, you know, all those injury bad luck that he's had. What do you see from John Lamb, and what can you tell us about him? He's a fun guy to play behind. He pounds his zone, and uh, he works quick, and, and – and he gets a lot of swings and misses, um, so that that part kind of gets boring when he strikes everybody out. <laughs> uh, I'm more I like I like it when guys are pitching in contact and, and giving me some action. But um, yeah, I mean he's he's been doing great, and uh, I've never I've never faced the guy, but from behind, you know, it looks like he's got uh, some pretty nasty stuff. You know, he got he got big time differential on his off speed and his fastball, which which makes it hard as a hitter and. Uh, you know, he's, he seems to, to be figuring it out. Uh, you know, he's he's really pounding the zone. And when somebody does get on base, you know, he's getting a double play ball or he, he's he's getting out of it. And, um, you know, he's he's doing great. So we'll see what happens with him. Well, in, in, you know, in summary, what would you like to say to, uh, to Royals fans listening right now? I mean, you know, hopefully you guys get to know me a little better. Um, I think you're going to like me. And, you know, Hopefully I can keep playing well and, and 
and we'll see what happens. Well, thanks so much for all your time, and, and you're a guy that I know several Royals fans are take pride in because you're kind of you know the, the organizational guy, and you continue to get better every year, and we enjoy following you, and can't wait to see you up here in KC someday, and, and thanks again. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.